When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right, all right. Penn State is heading to the Rose Bowl. Just amazing the way everything has played out uh, during this wild and crazy season. Hello and welcome to this edition of the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. Corey Geiger coming to you. I'm recording this literally about five minutes after Michigan defeated Purdue in the Big Ten Championship game late Saturday night. I probably could have recorded it way earlier in the day knowing Michigan was going to win, but you know what? I didn't quite want to do that. And here's, here's a big reason why. Hopefully my voice sounds okay right now. We will see as this podcast goes along. Many of you know, maybe some of you don't. I had COVID over the last week and I really appreciate all the well wishes from uh, commenters here on the website, Twitter, email, Facebook, everything. Um, did not have a bad case of COVID, but uh, I did get a little bit of a cough. And, and what happens with me when I get a bad cough, I kind of lose my voice. So I wasn't able to host my radio show this week. My voice is kind of coming back now. So hopefully I can get through this if the podcast is a little shorter or if you hear me coughing up a lung here. Blah, blah, blah. I'll do that occasionally. Hopefully not, but uh, we'll try to go as long as we can. But hey, the way everything has played out, it's all but a a done deal now that Penn State will go to the Rose Bowl. The announcement will be made Sunday afternoon. College football playoff rankings will be released at 12.15 on ESPN. Then at 2.30, the New Year's Six Bowl game. Pairings will be announced, but uh, there is no drama. Penn State will be playing Utah in the Rose Bowl the first time ever. How about this? I'm looking forward to this matchup. First time ever, Penn State will play the two Utes. Ute? What's a Ute? Did you say Ute? No, they'll play play the Utes from Utah, and that's going to be a really good game. I'll tell you what, Utah is good, man. Utah it has a really good offense. They've got a lot of things they can do on defense. Penn State is going to be without Parker Washington, without Joey Porter Jr., probably without Olu Fashionu, although he is returning to school next year. I wonder if he'll play in the bowl game. We'll see. Maybe he will. But that's you're going to be definitely without two of your best players in Parker Washington and Joey Porter Jr. So how that's going to match up, uh, I'll get into that later on. But at 10-2, I touched on this a couple weeks ago in the last podcast I did before I got sick. The great season debate. This is a great season. No, there's still not a signature win. And quite frankly, even if they lose to Utah in the Rose Bowl, who ca- I mean, not who cares. It would still be a great season. When you go to the Rose Bowl, that is a great season. Is this a great Penn State team? 
No, we, we keep coming back to that, but that's not the point at all. A 10 and two season finishing in the top seven, eight in the country in the college football playoff rankings is pretty darn amazing. And so that's, that's a good season. Um, so it's, it's all, all but a certainty at this point. Penn State will go to the Rose Bowl. And what was interesting is it seemed like this was going to happen anyway. I, I think this is a fascinating thing to, uh, to touch on because bowl projection stories are always very well read. When you get up on a Sunday or something, and late, especially later in the season, you want to see where your team is heading to a bowl game, especially if you're a Penn State fan because Penn State fans travel so well. And a lot of people want to know where they're going to be traveling to. It's not just, ah, hey, Penn State's going to go to this bowl. That means you're going to go to this bowl for a lot of you. You're, you're going to get up and travel. So you want to know where they're going to go. You know what was interesting? Really, the scenario of Ohio State kind of missing the, the Rose Bowl because it had already been there last year and then also in 2018, that didn't come up at all. Did you notice that? In the last few weeks, and I follow this stuff very closely, we're talking about the possibility of Penn State going to the Rose Bowl, but it always depended on the Big Ten getting two teams into the college football playoff, which obviously it did. But let's just say USC had not lost, and Ohio State is sitting there at number five. Well, it wasn't really until this week that it kind of started to come out, okay, well, Ohio State doesn't want to go to the Rose Bowl again. They were just there last year to play Utah. The the Rose Bowl would not have wanted Ohio State back again to play Utah. And so uh, it, it just kind of filtered out a little bit that um, Ohio State already asked the, big, the Rose Bowl not to select them. They could take Penn State. Maybe they would go to the Orange Bowl instead. But what's interesting is of all the really, really, really smart people who do all these bowl projections over the last weeks and weeks and weeks. Nobody suggested that. Nobody suggested that. You know what I'm saying? You didn't see that at all. It, it all kept, everybody kept saying Penn State to the Cotton Bowl, Penn State to the Cotton Bowl. And there wasn't, now, now obviously we, we didn't know until US or until Ohio State played Michigan exactly what was going to happen if Ohio State was going to go to the Rose Bowl. But still, th- that that scenario didn't really get brought up. Well, what if Ohio State loses? Ohio State was just in the Rose Bowl. Maybe Penn State could get there anyway, because that was what was going to happen. Even if USC had beaten Utah and Ohio State got shut out, Penn State was still going to go to the Rose Bowl. So pretty cool. Um, I actually booked my tickets early. I did. I did get refundable tickets, by the way, just in case, because you never. You never know. And even as I'm sitting here recording this and I'm 99.99% certain they're going to the Rose Bowl, <laughs> I do still have them back in my mind. Ah, uh, what if some miracle happens or whatever and, and something gets changed? So, uh, but, but that, that is where they're going to go. And again, folks, you, you just think about a season where many people thought Penn State would go eight and four or nine and three. I picked seven and five. I was on the low end. But the, the, the consensus was eight and four, nine and three. The Vegas over under win total was eight and a half. Penn State 
top that going 10 and 2. No, did not have a great win. Did not beat anybody that is ranked and yet is going to the Rose Bowl. I just keep coming back over and over again. And we got the news this week that the Rose Bowl has agreed to kind of set aside the logistics to allow for the college football playoff to expand to 12 teams in 2024. So I wrote about this the other day. If you're a Penn State fan, goodness gracious, the ease with which Penn State could get to a 12-team playoff in a lot of years is staggering. This year is the perfect example. Did not beat a single top 25 team. Lost to Michigan, Ohio State. 10-2. and Going to finish 7th in the... 7th probably in the college football playoff rankings. Plenty good enough to get into a top 12. And so you think about starting just in 2024, just a couple years away, how simple it could be. Not simple. You still got to come out and win games. You got to stay healthy for the most part. You got to have players produce. You got to have good depth. You got to have a good team, but you don't have a great, have to have a great team. They're not going to have to have a great team to get to the playoff when it expands to 12. So pretty fascinating. Step away for a quick break here. When I come back, why Alabama should not be in the college football playoff. I'll get to that here in just a second. All right, welcome to the second segment of the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. College football playoff is an interesting animal because what is the goal? What is the goal of the four-team playoff? Is the goal to select the four best teams? Or is the goal to select the four most deserving teams? That is not the same thing. It's not remotely close to the same thing. Because how many of you out there think that TCU could beat Alabama? Raise your hand. Wherever you are in podcast land, wherever you're listening, if you think TCU could beat Alabama, raise your hand. My hand is not raised. Alabama's better than TCU. Alabama, if they were to play TCU on a neutral field, my guess is would be favored by 7 to 10 points. Maybe even 10, 11, 12. I don't know. I think Alabama is a pretty significant favorite. Vegas would make them a favorite. My belief is the football people on the college football playoff committee, whether they will ever admit this publicly or not, and they cannot and will not, I believe that a lot of them think Alabama is better than TCU. And that if they played, Alabama would beat TCU. So is the playoff supposed to be about getting the four best teams into the field? Well, yes. All other things being equal. 
But see, this is where things just are not equal. And this is why, quite frankly, there's no way Alabama deserves to be in the playoff. No way. No shot. No how. Forget it. Oh, but I just said Alabama is better than TCU. Okay. Alabama didn't prove it. I can think that. Vegas can think that. The football people can think that because Alabama's got 25 or 30 NFL players. And TCU, I don't know. Maybe they got four, six. Who knows? Is Alabama, does Alabama have better football players than TCU? Probably. But Alabama did not have a good year. Alabama losing two games, barely beating Texas. The resume just doesn't stack up. So all things are not equal. Alabama's 10 and 2. Kansas State is 11 and 1. 12 and 1 after uh, losing in the uh, Big 12 championship game. 12 and 1. TCU beat Texas pretty good. Alabama barely beat Texas. Alabama doesn't have great wins. They beat what? I think they beat Texas and Ole Miss or Texas and Mississippi State. Their two best wins. Those are deep top 25 teams. TCU beat Kansas State in the regular season. Did lose to K-State in the Big 12 championship game. So you're one and one against K-State's number 10 team in the country in the, in the playoff ranking last week. May, may, may move up a spot or two. So Kansas State's resume is better than Alabama's. And there's no way. If you want your regular season to mean anything, if you want the rest of the country to feel like college football is fair in any way, as opposed to just the damn Alabama Invitational, you cannot take Alabama into the college football playoff this year. If Alabama had two really fluky losses and six tremendous wins beating top 10 teams, different story. I'm not saying you can't take a two-loss team over a one-loss team if it is absolutely clear to everybody that the two-loss team is better than one-loss team and the two-loss team has the resume better than the one-loss team. That's just not the case this year. So TCU is going to get in. I feel 98% confident on that, that it's going to be Georgia 1, Michigan 2. And so Ohio State is getting in. We know that. And I think TCU will get in. Where do you seed them? I think Ohio State's better than TCU. I think the committee probably thinks Ohio State is better than TCU. Should the seeding be placed on who is the better team? Because, again, if Ohio State and TCU played on a neutral field, I think Ohio State's probably favored by 7 to 10 points. So Ohio State should be the three seed, right? Well, I don't think that's going to happen because. We just saw Michigan-Ohio State in the Big Ten regular season finale. I think for the good of the order uh, for college football, you put Georgia one, you put Ohio State four, you have them play in the first round or in the semifinals. You put Michigan two, you put TCU three, you have them play in the other semifinal. And hey, if Ohio State and Michigan both win, fine. But Ohio State, sure, should, should they be stuck playing Georgia? In the first round, in the semifinals, eh, not necessarily if they're better than TCU, but Ohio State lost that privilege when they lost by 22 points at home to Michigan and got hammered in the second half. So lots and lots of debate, discussion. Alabama fans are going to feel really raw about this, but look, there's just no argument. 
There's no debate this year. This is not your typical dominant Alabama team. Again, their two best wins are over Texas and Mississippi State. They lost, yeah, they lost a lot of other close, they lost two close games to Tennessee and, and LSU. Played a whole bunch of one possession games. They didn't dominate people the way pretty much Georgia did, the way Michigan did. So this is, there, there, there really is no argument for, for Alabama this year. There's, there's, there, there is not one except for what I started with. What is the purpose of the college football playoff? Is it to get the four best teams in or the four most deserving teams? Because yeah, Alabama is probably better than TCU. Is Alabama more deserving of TCU? Absolutely not. Not in a million years. Welcome to the third and final segment of this week's We Are podcast. Hey, I'm making it through to a third segment. I wasn't quite sure if my voice was going to hold up here, but uh, a little, little, little briefer uh, podcast this week. But I'll, I'll get through uh, a couple of things here. I wanted to point out. One is Utah. I'll tell you what, man, that Utah team. They looked really good against USC, forty-seven to twenty-four. They've beaten USC twice now. It's weird. I don't put a whole heck of a lot of stock in the Pac-12. I just don't buy that conference. They just don't play a lot of defense out there. It's not a real strong physical conference. Did you see the highlight, the replay of number seven for USC? I don't even know his name. It doesn't even matter. What was trending on Twitter was USC number seven. It showed him trying to tackle a a Utah guy and basically just getting completely run over. (laughs) And one person commented on Twitter of this will be USC's defense once it joins the Big Ten. I I don't, I don't know quite about that. USC will, will get good players, but the point is they don't play a a really high brand of defense over in, in the Pac 12. And so it's just hard to take that league overly serious sometimes. That's why I didn't, I just didn't buy into USC and Oregon a whole lot. I, I've only watched Utah a little bit this year. Uh, they're very well coached. Whittingham's a very good coach. They lost, they lost to Florida to open the season, lost UCLA, gave up 42 points, uh, lost at Oregon 20 to 7. Utah was a good team. Never quite maybe had my full respect, but I will say this. My pick right now on December 4th, as I'm recording this podcast for the Rose Bowl is Utah. I think Utah is going to beat Penn State. I think Utah is probably going to be favored over Penn State, and I think Utah is going to beat Penn State. Now, before people get up in arms and say, ah, you're just being negative. Okay, Parker Washington's not going to play. He is Penn State's best wide receiver, so they're going to have to rely more on the running game and the tight ends. Joey Porter Jr. is not going to play. He is Penn State's best defensive player. A first-round draft pick, although you can certainly make a case Abdul Carter might be the best defensive player on the team, but Joey Porter Jr. still first-team All-Big Ten, first-round draft pick. He's not going to play. He's already opted out for the draft. Olu Fashionu, left tackle. We'll see if he plays. He hadn't played the last four regular season games. 
This is not a strength. This is not a full strength Penn State team. And this is where what's fascinating because I've spent a lot of time writing and talking about the Rose Bowl and bowl games. Traditionally speaking, you folks, readers, Penn State fans care a lot about Rose Bowl or about bowl game stories and, and discussions because as I mentioned earlier, you go to a lot of these games and you're kind of, you want to know where your trip's going to be. We have to start thinking about bowl games differently. Traditionally, bowl games have been a determining factor of one, how good your team was, how good another team is, how good your conference is compared to another conference. That's not the case anymore. Bowl games, even the Rose Bowl, even the Rose Bowl are a reward. They are exhibitions. Players are going to be opting out. Again, Joey Porter Jr.'s already opted out. I don't know if Utah has a guy yet. I haven't studied their roster yet closely enough to know if they've got anybody that's going to opt out of the Rose Bowl. But I guess my point is, if this were a regular season game on a neutral field and Penn State was healthy and Utah was healthy, I would pick Penn State to win. But Penn State's not healthy. They're not, they're not going to be, uh, uh, they're not going to have the full roster. Again, you take away Parker Washington, you take away Joe Porter Jr., we'll see about Olu Fashioning. Folks, if you had to name the five or six best players on Penn State's team, there's three of them. You throw Abdul Carter, Nicholas Singleton in there as well. There's three of your five or six best players are not going to play in this bowl game. So for me to sit here and say, I think Utah's going to win the game, is not me you know, trying to be negative about Penn State. I think if it were a neutral field and Joey and Parker and Olu all played, I would pick Penn State. I wrote a story a couple weeks ago about the teams in the country that I thought would beat Penn State. Utah was not one of those teams. But here's what's different now. Not only is Penn State going to be shorthanded, Utah is flying high, man. Utah, now look, certainly, Penn State's going to be loving it going out to the Rose Bowl. I've been there a couple times in 08 and 16. It's a tremendous place. The players are going to love it. But Utah, the way they finish their season, Getting that, getting into the Pac-12 championship game, pounding USC in the second half. Uh, motivation. I do think, I do think Penn State's going to be really motivated. Don't get me wrong, but I just think, I think Utah's going to have uh, an incredible amount of motivation out there to prove themselves. I don't know that this is so much a prove yourself kind of game for Penn State. I, I don't, I mean, that may sound silly to say that. You, you want to prove yourself all the time, but. I think Penn State's going out there to try to finish off a really good season, knowing they've got a ton of talent coming back for next year. And they're going to go out there and do the very best they can. But again, being shorthanded. Uh, if Utah's not shorthanded, and <clears throat> excuse me, we'll see how that goes. Again, my, my pick right now, and a lot, a lot can happen here in the next month or so. My pick is going to be Utah probably to win that game. Uh, but look, Penn State has a sensational defense. Utah, from everything we've seen, has a really good offense, but it's hard to judge Utah's offense. It's hard to judge anything in the Pac-12 because so many of these defenses are just terrible. I mean, they haven't played a defense like Penn State's so far, at least a a defense like Penn State's with Joey Porter Jr. Okay, but now you take Joey Porter Jr. out of the mix. So uh, how's that all going to play? We'll see what, you know, how many opt-outs or anything. Uh, each team has, and we'll go from there. But the bottom line is you can't place the kind of emphasis and importance on these bowl games 
that we traditionally have. These are not the same kinds of entities any longer where you judge your entire season on a bowl game. That's just not the case anymore. These bowl games truly are becoming much more exhibitions. Whoever plays, plays. Whoever doesn't play, whatever. Hey, Godspeed, good luck to you. And again, we, we may see that with some more Penn State guys as well. Hey, folks, uh, appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully my voice held up well enough here to where you could at least understand what the heck I'm saying. But uh, I'll have a lot more to talk about next week. And hopefully, hopefully I can talk for a little longer next week. But thanks for tuning in to the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network.